There is value in reviewing the previous year, the end of a marriage, relationship, or job when you do it with clarity, honesty, and acceptance. Get clear about what happened. Be honest about your role in it. Accept that it is the past, and while you can't change the past, there are two things you can do. Learn from it and celebrate it. In this episode, we look back at 2022 using my end-of-year review, and I share how you can use it to review other events in your life. Our disappointments often hold life lessons and build our resolve. Learn to look back without judgment or blame. Get clarity around what worked and position yourself to improve upon those things. I'm Dr. Lisa Summerauer. I'm here to remind you that this is your life, your journey. Divorce is not a destination. Um, I think we're going to have a few more folks joining us tonight, but I'm excited to be back. I have been away for a while. I've been traveling a lot this month, and uh, just in the last like seven days, I was in Puerto Rico and then uh, Michigan. So I went from beach weather to, man, it's freezing out here, and I'm glad I don't live in the Midwest anymore. Um, So I'm glad to be here. I'm Dr. Lisa. This is the podcast, Divorce is Not a Destination. I'm also creator of a proprietary program called Divorce is Not a Destination. I work with successful women in high profile positions who are on the brink of divorce, have been divorced, and some who are actually working to avoid getting divorced. And I offer them in the program community a, um, a, a place where they can be confidential and the support that they need while they work through the issues around their divorce. And I really focus on four things. I focus on helping them learn to be accountable, to embrace the accountability. And we're going to talk about that a little bit in this review from last year. Um, And then alignment so that they're creating alignment between how they're showing up in the world and their values or their faith. And then we talk about communication, learning how to communicate clearly without guilt. And then the final thing is trust, because I just think it's the foundation for good relationships, especially the relationship that that we have with ourselves. So learning to trust yourself for for folks that have gone through a divorce, learning to trust yourself again and believe that you're able to make the healthiest decisions for you is a huge step towards regaining confidence and learning how to empower yourself over and over again. So I'm going to show you what this looks like so that when you, if you want to order it, you're going to know what you're going to get. So this is my end of year empower you review. That's the cover for this year. I change the cover every year so I don't get confused. And if you want to get a copy in the little fortune cookie link, that's ticker taping across there. At some point you'll see an email address, click the email address and request the end of year review. And I will have one emailed to you. Uh, but what I wanted to do tonight, get the heat going in here. What I wanted to do tonight was actually walk everyone through the end of year review. And I'm hoping my mom is here. Hey, mom. I hope we haven't had a few folks. We may have had a few folks get lost because, uh, like I said, I have been gone for a minute. And I realized I'm actually inviting folks right now. But I actually realized that the... Um, screen had changed. They've done an update. And on the update, everything looks a little different. Ah, Wanda made it in. Everything looks a little different. So we had to figure out how to navigate the screen because buttons and things were all moved around. So I am going to jump right in. The end of year review is something that I actually learned about from my coach. And 
we've been using it. She she turned me onto it and I adapted it for what I needed it for. And I've been using it now for about, I don't know, five year, five or six years. And it's in the program, but at the beginning of every year, I offer it to people for free. Matter of fact, I think last year on my website, the entire year, the previous one was there. What I love about it is you can use it at the end of anything. So it can be the end of the year. It could be the end of a big move that you've had. It could be the end of a job that you've left. It could be the end of a relationship. So for uh, clients who have gone through a divorce, this is a great way to just use this focusing on your marriage, focusing on the, the, the end of the marriage, your divorce, and it'll have you look back over. In this case, we're going to look back over last year. Um, if you were going through a divorce, you might want to look back over the last couple of years. If it was a long marriage, you, you could actually look back over a longer span of time and answer the questions based on that. So um, I'm going to be just reading some of what's in here so you'll get an idea. And like I said, there's no wrong time to do this thing. We're just at the beginning of February. So it's a perfect time to look back over last year and see what comes up for you. See what, what comes up. And it also helps you move into 2023 with a little bit of a plan. So the first thing is uh, a review and a wrap up. There's just so much value in looking at last year and to be able to do it with clarity, that's the benefit of being able to write this down and be really honest with yourself and accepting of whatever it is that comes up so that you can get clear about what happened last year. So you want to be honest about your role in it. I told you we we're going to talk a little, about, a little bit about accountability and accept that it is the past. And while we can't change the past, there are two things that we can do from the past. We can learn from it and we can take opportunity to celebrate it. So if those are the two things that you get out of reviewing last year, it makes it, it makes it worth it. You want to have clarity around things. Sometimes we, um, I was asking my mom questions this morning. I'm, I'm writing a, a book and I was actually asking my mom questions. I had things that I kind of thought I remembered about my grandmother, about her mom and about some things that, that happened with my mom and my, my biological dad before they split up. And I just wanted to get clarity. And it's just good when you're thinking about things and you're reviewing things that you're as clear as you possibly can. So the other reason to do the end of year now, don't wait too long, is while it's still fresh in your mind and you can recall some of the things. If you're somebody who journals, you might want to go through your journal and, and help recall some things by going through that. Now, things from last year. Everything may not be good. You're gonna, I'm gonna ask you to talk about or bring up the things that might have been disappointing. But even those things, like I said, we can learn from it or some of the things we'll celebrate. But you can get life lessons out of even those things that did not go well. Um, be brave. It's your, it's already done. You don't have to be afraid of your life, especially the stuff that's already behind you. And see things as they really were or as they still are. Um, don't fall into judging yourself. This is a huge one. It, don't guilt yourself while you're going through this. This is a really good exercise to help you get clarity on what's already happened and put things in perspective and then build up what you need to have all the support you need to have an empowering and wonderful 2023. There's no room in here for you to feel guilt or start judging yourself or blaming yourself. So um, it's just crucial that you just take the time for that clarity, like I said, and position yourself to improve on the things that did work last year. So we're not just going to be looking at things that didn't work. 
it's really important that we be able to identify, hey, Emily, that we're able to identify the things that went really well last year and give yourself an opportunity to know what those things were so you can celebrate those as well. And I, every now and then, I just want to remind those of you just coming in, there is an email address in my ticker, my little fortune cookie ticker tape going on. If you want to get a free copy of my 2022 end of year review document so that you can fill this out, that's what I'm going through in today's uh, podcast. And I'm giving this away for free. You just need to request it with the email. I made this so simple. You don't even have to go to my landing page or my website and give me your email address. Um, I'll get it in your email, but just send the email and say that you're requesting the end of year review and you'll have one email to you. So you want to be honest, be real with yourself. Whatever happened is what happened. I have a thing in here. It says own your shiggity, own your shiggity. Um, do you have any regrets? Are there things that you need to apologize about? Did you feel like you were kind to others? Were you good to yourself? Um, it doesn't involve anyone giving you closure. It's about you just looking at what happened and then be accepting of your past, the good, the bad, the ugly, things that were completed, things that were incomplete, the things that you feel were successes, and even the things that you identified as failures. Just be accepting of those things, acknowledge them, own them. And then the goal is to create a space where you can empower yourself and have the energy that you're going to need to lead your best self forward in 2023. So the second page, I have actually a part of a, a poem, which was a song that I wrote um, called On and On. It was a poem for a song called On and On. And I have an excerpt of that in here as well. So you'll see that. And then we jump into the work. So sheet number one is write down your disappointments. What did you consider failures? Did you have any losses last year? Were there things that you felt were a struggle for you? Things that were emotionally draining in 2022. And I always leave room for folks who want to. Um, Are you hearing me? Hello, hello, hello. I want to make sure everybody's hearing me out there. Okay. Have you been hearing me the whole time or did my sound just come on? I'm going to, I'm going to have you just say something so I can make sure. Um, all right, mom, I have you up here, I think. I can't it's back hear on you. now. There you go. So have I been on? Yeah, you were on, but then it went off for a split second, but it's back on now. Okay, perfect. All right, great. Thank you so much. And I'll, I'll mute you back on here. Yep, I, I tried to do a sound check early on, and I didn't do my sound check early, and that's usually when something happens. So on this first sheet, as you're listening right now, just think about what things um, would you look at over 2022 that might have been disappointments? Did you have loss? Did you lose a job, a loved one? Um, uh, maybe a neighbor or a good friend moved away. Did you um, struggle with anything last year? Were there health issues that you had to deal with last year or financial issues that you dealt with last year? 
things that might have been emotionally draining? Are you a caretaker of a family member? And that as much as you love the person, that might have been something that was emotionally draining. Or maybe you did go through a divorce or a separation um, or a relationship that either came to an end or went through a really rough period. So these are all of the things that you would write about on this first sheet. And just be, I give you a page, you can use the back, use as much as you need to kind of get all of those things out and just write until you just feel like you've gotten everything down that you want to get down. And then you're going to move on to the second sheet and we're going to flip the, the script on this now. Now you're going to write about your wins, your successes, your breakthroughs, milestones, the joys from 2022. So I'm going to open up the mic here because and you can share if you came up with some disappointments that you're okay sharing, but I definitely want some folks to come on and share some of the things from last year that you feel were successes that went really well, that were a breakthrough that you had. Maybe there's something you learned about yourself last year that just surprised you or just made you feel amazing, or it was reaffirming or reassuring in some way. So let's talk about milestones and joys from 2022. Who wants to get us started with something good? I know I can think of one. Uh, this podcast for me, I think I started last year, early last year. So I'm, I'm coming into like a year of doing this podcast. And what's great about this is I had been on Firestone for probably a year before I started my podcast. And I was helping a friend of mine, Terry Wallman, has a show on here called Making It with Terry Wallman. And he's a, he's a, a musician, fantastic guitar player and producer and has worked on nighttime television as the band director, all of that. And I came on because he switched from another platform to Fireside and he needed somebody to kind of manage this back office stuff. So to make sure guests were coming on and people were coming on stage and we could hear them and all that. So I did that for him for about a year. But it was uh, two years earlier that I met him and I told him I was adopting him as my podcast coach because I had been thinking about doing a podcast for a couple of years. So that for me would be one of my successes or a milestone for me from last year. Hey, Lily. So we're talking about what were your milestones, breakthroughs, good things that happened last year? Wanda, mom, Dan, Lily, what was something good that happened for you last year? And you can just use the... Uh, little circle in that lower left corner and hit that and request to talk. And I know sometimes my mom's does not come on. So I'm just going to check on you. I think you'd have to unmute. And I see Wanda clapping here. Okay, here we go. Hey, Wanda, how are you doing? I am doing good. How are y'all? Good. It's good to hear you. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Oh. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. Will just so walked in the room. What? What? Went well last year. Well, I hear um, I hear him telling him he's on the air. Yeah. Yeah. I made him shut the door. Um, you know, my, my dad died the beginning of February. And it was a very, so, you know, my whole year was uh, in a little bit of a turmoil for me. Mm -hmm. But toward the end of the year, I was able to start to accept all that he had gone through. 
his life was not good in the end. He was he was very sad and lonely toward the end, and that that kind of um that shapes you, and it it made me feel so bad because it wasn't too much I could do about it. But toward the end, I started to accept it and everything that he had gone through and know that it is um, just by God. And to be what went well was the fact that I was able to finally accept his life for what it was Hmm. and answer some questions in my mind as to why it was and to be grateful for him for as long as I had him mm-hmm. and to understand that my mom and my dad had been divorced since I was 18, but they re- they were best of friends. So at least, and this was, this is where I feel grateful, very, very grateful. At least I have my other parent that I'm still able to talk to about my father that is no longer here with me. When I talk to my mother about him, even though both of them remarried, when I talk to my mother about him, she's always there for me. Mm. And it helps me just keep going. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you Mm -hmm. for sharing that. Wow. Um, Have you learned things about your dad since he's gone? Or as it, you know, it's been, actually, it's been almost a year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Um, there were small things that I learned. I learned things about his personality, like uh, when he started to change personality-wise. Um, he went into the Army at a very young age, and he was a parachuter and an instructor. And uh, I knew that, but I didn't know that he had gone to, and I knew he had gone to Korea and he was in officer's training school, and he had they interrupted it to send him to Korea. He lost several soldiers when he was there in Korea, which I didn't know. And when he came back, he announced that he would not be going back to officer's training school, and we moved from North Carolina to Philadelphia. And I never understood why. I didn't know why I was jerked out of a very comfortable environment for me and put into Philadelphia and it was foreign. And I learned that it was because he could not deal with the loss of the men that died in Korea. Mm -hmm. So Um, just to understand that. Now, I want to ask about looking at the the year with it starting off like that what were some of the things toward the end of the year that you looked at as breakthroughs or joy or successes some milestones for last year um i have been able to continually talk to his friends they have kind of at least three or four of them have kind of adopted me (laughs) and they call me like they call me once twice a month or they text me and they invite me to do things. And they're in Maryland, you know, but I, I have that connection that I didn't have. And cousins of his that I hadn't had contact with in a very long time, I called them to let him know, let them know that he had died. And through that, they're still calling me or I'm calling them. 
So it's a, yeah, it, it's now I have this attachment to family that I didn't have before. Oh, that's amazing. And it's through him. Thank you. For yeah. That. I love that. Cause it's, it's like, yep. obviously suffered a, a loss and it's interesting because this morning I started off this session talking about this morning, I was asking my mom about questions about my biological dad and, and, um, her mom. Um, cause I'm writing uh -huh. some stuff and I wanted to get this information. So, you know, you know, you know, I've lost both of my dads. Um, and so it's yes. just interesting. Yeah. To have that kind of extended family come up even after losing your dad to realize that right. that loss has brought people into your life that weren't in your life the way they are now, uh, before. Yes. So, um, I love just, just that same, that same thing, that loss of your dad brought more family to you. And it truly has. I'm telling you, people in Milwaukee, oh. you know, fam yeah, family in Jersey that I hadn't talked to and family in Maryland, plus his friends in Maryland that I hadn't talked to. It's been Wisconsin, great. In Milwaukee. We, you know, we, I grew up yes. in Milwaukee. I know. Th I have a cousin that lives in Wisconsin. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I think I think so, somebody else that we have to we're gonna have to check net cross reference names here and see yeah. if, if there's a connection here. That would be hysterical. Um, <laughs> let me see. I think I see my mom on here. Oh, I'm just on here listening. I just oh, okay. didn't want to. I, I saw your I saw your your mic off mute. So so thanks yeah. for that. So those would be two things. You know that would be sheet one. That part of of Wanda. Thanks for sharing that story with everybody. You know, just losing her dad, and what that loss meant. And and you know, a lot of times when we have loss, we see other things kind of slip away. And at the same time, you were able to identify what you gained from that. So. Those would be the things that would go on sheet one and sheet two as you're looking at your uh, end of year review. And I think I see, is Lily here? Expanding my presence on Socio Audio, lots of creator swag. Oh, this is her positive thing here. Literally understanding better difficulties, literally walking in my mom's shoes and dealing with grief and loss. Wow, Lily, thanks for sharing that. I see she had typed that in the chat. Thanks for sharing that. So you had some loss last year as well. Um, and you also shared some of the positive things that, that could happen. So the other thing that this does is it really allows you to just get all of this stuff out. So it's, it's a good way of purging and it's purging the things that you looked at as positive, the things that you looked at as negative. The next sheet is to review. So you can take sheets one and two, write down anything else that came up. And if nothing else comes up for you, you're ready to move on. And this is kind of where you get to create um, a little ritual or have your process for a cleansing, whatever you want to call it, so you can say goodbye to last year. And you're literally going to take those two sheets that you just did all that writing on, and I want you to burn them someplace safe or rip them up or put them in a shredder. Um, it's amazing how many people struggle with getting rid of these two sheets. It's like we want to hold on to these things. Um, you can do this with a friend. If you if you do this with some friends, sometimes you can get together with a couple of people and together sit down over lunch or whatever and decide this is going to be our little time to review last year. And when you get to this part, you can each say a little something 
and just say bye to those two sheets. All of the things that you listed as failures or losses or things that were stressful and all of the things that were positive. Because the reality is um, you're going to remember the things that, that need to stay with you anyway. They're going to be in your head. The memories are still going to be there but you don't need to have them on that sheet. What my hope for you is, is that you're able to let them go so that you're not living in your past, whether it's the positive or the negative. You wanna free yourself of all that so that you can move into 2023 basically with a clean slate. And so you leave room to have more wonderful experiences and know that you're also prepared to, and equipped to handle whatever difficult experiences come up for the coming year as well. So once you're ready to do that, be intentional about it and just get rid of both sheets. Yeah, even the one with the good stuff, you're just gonna get rid of it because they're both your past. And so we're not gonna do, you know, I, I joke that, you know, they all, there's always that joke about the, the uh, football game that some folks wanna remember all the way back from high school from 20, 30, 40 years ago. And every time they recall the football game, the touchdown pass that they caught was longer and longer and longer every time. And they're still reliving that one big football game. And so we're just gonna let it go. Uh, we're not gonna harp on the bad stuff and we're not gonna get stuck reliving the good stuff. And now you're into what I call your vision for 2023. And when you get to this sheet, you're gonna see, and I'm gonna read the questions that are on here and you might come up with some others. And um, Lily, I don't know if you heard, there's an email link in my little fortune cookie ticker tape. If you click that and just request the, the live empowered, I'm sorry, the end of year um, review, I will send this to you. So in that, on this page, it's what I call your live empowered vision for 2023. So what do you see yourself? What do you see for yourself in 2023? What are the goals that you have for yourself? What things are you dreaming about? And I just say, make the dreams big and ridiculous. Make them as big and outlandish as you possibly can. And you might just be ready to surprise yourself this year. Because um, if you aim low and you're successful, what's the, what's the triumph in that? So you might as well aim ridiculously high and see how, how close you can get or see if you end up surpassing even your, as the one of the books says, your big, wild, hairy dream. So consider these questions so you can get clear on what your vision might be for 2023. Um, what are big goals? What's a big goal that scares you a little bit or a big goal that scares you a lot? Write that one down. That would be something that you can consider. Are there places you want to travel to this year? And I know this year, my family, we're doing a cruise to Spain and a few countries uh, heading into Lisbon. So we're, we're, doing, we're doing our traveling. We try to get as much traveling as, in as we possibly can. What will your legacy be at the end of 2023? So for the people that you know, for your family members, your loved one, I'm not talking about you leaving here. I'm just saying at the end of your year, when you look back, what do you want people to say about you? If, if there was going to be a talk to say, you know what Lily did this year or what Wanda did this year, this is what I'm going to remember most. So what do you want your legacy to be for 2023? And who are you going to spend time with this year? Hmm. I just had a, one of, a coach that I work with said she is, she's interviewing her friends. So new people that come into her life, she's interviewing them to make sure they're actually a good fit because she said, I only want people who are giving. I only want people who are 
um, open, who are trying to grow themselves. And so she's got this, you know, really healthy list of criteria. So she doesn't invite any toxic people into her life. So who do you want to spend time with? And are there people in your life that you need to decrease how much time you're spending with them? If you have the ability to do it, they're just not good for your health. And we usually know this on some level, but we just don't want to quote unquote hurt folks feelings, or we don't want to do the hard stuff. And I'm going to challenge you that the better you are at taking care of yourself, the more energy you will have to create the life that you really want for yourself. If you're expending a lot of energy, um, dealing with toxic people, dealing with a lot of negativity, and thanks for the high fives, Lily. Dealing with a lot of negativity, it is draining. And that's energy that you're not, that you don't have to put toward the year that you really want to design for yourself. So who are you going to spend time with? Then who are you going to bless in 2023? And I'm going to ask you to put yourself on the list. It's okay for you to be a blessing to yourself. It's good practice. Matter of fact, who do you want to be a blessing to in 2023? And how do you want to show up every day? How do you want to show up every day? When you walk into a space and leave it, what do you want those folks saying about you? What kind of energy do you want to show up with? Um, think of a motto for yourself. If you were a, a commercial or think of yourself as a brand, what would your tagline be um, every time you leave a room? Like one of my, one year, my lead your best self forward. So, you know, every time you go into a space, are you going in leading your best self forward? Think about the things that bring you joy. What brings you joy? And look around and see if those things are present in your life. Very often there are things that, that people really, really enjoy and they haven't been doing them. And then you get to ask yourself, well, if I, if I love it so much, what's the reason that I haven't been doing it? So bring those things into your life. But first you got to figure out what they are. What is it that you want to create in 2023? What do you want to create in 2023? What do you want to give in 2023? Um, think about your gifts and your talents and ask yourself, how do I want to put these to good use? And you'll as you're listening to these questions, some of them overlap. They can lead into each other. You can decide what are your gifts and talents and how do you want to use them? And what are you going to create with those gifts and talents? And so you can mix these things up and, and melt, melt them together. Uh, what will people say about you? So it kind of aligns with that legacy thing. If you think about how you want to show up every day, what is it that you want people to say about you? Because that can help shape how you uh, experience your day. Um, if you make sure that you're aligned with what's really important to you and how you want to be seen, the vision that you have of yourself and how people are experiencing you. And here's a really good one. This is probably one of my favorites. What do you want to learn in 2023? What do you want to learn in 2023? And that can just open up the entire world. I, I'm a life lifelong learner. Um, I've got a bunch of degrees, but that's not really where I got my best learning. I, I, I just think sometimes the things that we find to do on our own is where we really have the opportunity for really deep and meaningful learning. So whatever that looks like for you, and it could be something like, I don't know, maybe you want to learn to skateboard this year, or you want to learn to sew. Maybe you want to learn to be more confident. 
maybe you want to learn to let go of anger. And you know, I, I, this show is about uh, life, but I do focus on things around divorce. And for a lot of people, um, holding on to that anger and that bitterness and that disappointment from your divorce is just zapping your energy away. It is the thing that is holding you back more than any other thing. So maybe you need to learn to really deal with that anger or deal with your frustration or your hurt, whatever negative residual emotions that you've been carrying around since your divorce or your separation. And this could be a marriage or could just be a relationship. Um, I'm, I'm working on, on my book right now. And one of the things that I write about is divorce is the separation from something or a person. And that could be from marriage or it could be a relationship you could be divorced from a job. You could divorce yourself from a bad experience. All of those things constitute divorce. And so when I say divorce is not a destination, it's about all of those things. Actually, that is not the place. It's, it's an experience that we go through. It's not a place to get stuck. So ask yourself, what is it that you want to learn and uh, figure out what that's going to look like. Now, I, the next section in the, in the review is to focus and we're looking at 2023 now. So the vision all by itself is not going to get you where you want to go. So when you get done asking yourself these questions, maybe you have a list of things. You might want to put the top five things down, the top five questions for yourself and figure out what the answers are to those questions. And then you want to focus by defining your vision. So you really want to fine tune this vision, make it really, really, really clear. And if it's something like, I want to earn more money, put a dollar amount on that. So I want to make $20,000 more a year, or I want to have a six figure year, or I want to double, put a number to it. The more specific you can be about your goals, your desires, your dreams, the better it is for you as you're working toward them. Because when they're vague, it's just really hard to wrap your mind around something that's vague. The problem I think for a lot of people is we struggle with being really specific because it's scary. If we put a number on it, if we say, I want to make a million dollars this year, it's like, oh my gosh, now I put it out here that I want to make a million dollars. But look, my mom, uh, years ago, I was doing I uh, I was speaking to a couple thousand consultants at a convention and I was asked to talk about what was going to what it was going to take for them to sell what they needed to sell to earn this big company vacation on some island somewhere and she said well she used to tell me if you don't ask you already have a no and so I transitioned that to talk to these consultants and I said you know what if you don't go for the trip I mean, you're already not going. So you may as well do everything that you can to try to earn the trip because doing nothing will, will get you what you already have is no ticket to this trip. So for me, whatever the goal is, you already don't have it. So you may as well be as specific and as targeted as you can possibly be as you're writing out this plan, this focus, this vision for 2023. And then once you have narrow down what it's going to be and you're able to write it out and you're able to be really specific about it. Then you want to figure out what are the behaviors that you're going to need to do intentionally so you can design a plan that's going to empower you to move you toward that vision. So let's say it's a million dollars and maybe you're in sales 
and you're going to break that down that million million dollars so if you take time off let's just say you need nine hundred thousand dollars a month is what you what you need to hit so figure out what you need to do actually sit there with a pen or a calculator and if you need to a business associate or a friend and break this goal down into bite sizes whether it's weekly activity or monthly how many people do you need to talk to um, do the numbers. My, my coach always says 30% of the people aren't going to do anything and another 30% of them aren't going to be able to do anything. And what you're left with, you end up with a percentage of them as possible as your client. So whatever it is that you need to do to um, be strategic about this, figure out what that is so that you're looking at real numbers and real activities. If it's something that you want to learn, um, I have a, a friend that I work with who years ago she didn't know how to swim and she decided she was going to do a triathlon and she did not know how to swim the crazy thing is she got like five other girlfriends who also didn't know how to swim to agree to do a triathlon with her my mom probably just passed out right now just the idea of doing that so i don't know how many miles but you got well you had to, they had to swim 0.6 miles i don't remember what the biking was or the running but so she had to start the year before she started taking swimming lessons. And so that was part of her, that would be part of her plan. So if you set a goal to do a triathlon and you don't know how to swim, part of your really specific plan is gonna be, I need to start taking swimming lessons. So I need to find some place to get in a pool once a week with a swim instructor. And so be really um, strategic and intentional about creating this, uh, this goal, this things that you're gonna actually focus on. And then, accountability which is one of my favorite words um, it's the the first thing that I actually work with the women in my program on it's one of the it's the first part of the four part is accountability alignment um, communication and trust the accountability for me is huge because I really think accountability is the the door that opens the pathway up to empowering yourself and sometimes it's the thing that we avoid the most is if we're coming out of a bad relationship or a divorce, sometimes it's easy to blame the other person and, and it's hard to take accountability because we don't want to feel like we were at fault. The beautiful thing about taking accountability for things is you get to change them. You get to fix them. You get to do better. If you don't take any accountability, you don't have the power to do any of that. So in this case, accountability might look like finding support. Who is going to hold you accountable in a positive and healthy way? Uh, don't pick that person that's going to berate you and beat you up and make you feel bad the one day that you don't make it to swim class. Find somebody that's going to be uplifting and supportive and maybe even somebody that might want to do it with you so you've got a, a buddy. So pick those one to two, two, two to three people, one, two, three people who are not going to let you off the hook. They're going to admonish you with love when it's necessary, but mostly they're going to encourage you. They're going to encourage you and you can create this accountability team or um, this accountability system for yourself. You can add to that things like making sure you've marked this time off on your calendar so that it's not haphazard. It's not just eh, if I can make it, I'll go today. Literally block these things out on your calendar and schedule them into your day and and make sure that they're locked in so just blow them off whenever you don't feel like it so accountability should focus on your behavior the things that you're doing 
not the things that you're intending to do. It's the things that you're actually doing. Because sometimes the best of intentions don't get you to the gym, right? The best of intentions don't get you on the floor to do the sit-ups. The best of intentions don't have you making it to Spanish class. So it's got to be the actual activities that are going to get you there. And then you can move that vision to reality. And then we want to have a celebration. So sometimes I think this is the thing that we forget to do. We forget to celebrate the successes that we have, the things that really went well, the things that work. And make sure they're incremental. Like if you're going to do a triathlon, don't wait until you're finished the triathlon and that's when you celebrate. You can celebrate after every swim practice, after every swim class that you go through, figure out what a celebration looks like. Maybe you get your your favorite piece of chocolate, or maybe you go to your, your favorite pizza place or eatery, or maybe you take yourself to a movie or watch something on Netflix and that's how you celebrate. Figure out little ways to celebrate the small wins. And then when you get the big goal, you can have a way to celebrate that and invite those people that are part of your accountability team, invite them to celebrate. Celebration could be as small as calling one of your accountability partners and telling them how great swim class was. Calling one of your accountability partners and sending them a picture of the artwork you just drew in your art class that you started taking last month. And that way you have somebody that's there with you to celebrate these things as they're happening. You can have an online Zoom where you're able to talk to your, your accountability people or maybe some folks that are in this thing with you. So if you are taking a swim class or last year I had started taking a martial arts class and you can have a Zoom where you're able to get on, on the computer with folks and actually see them and talk about what the class was like uh, today or yesterday. Um, and it's all right. Just remember that it's all right for you to celebrate you. Matter of fact, it's empowering. And now it's time for you to write your, your, your vision. So we're, we're almost wrapping up here. And this is page nine of this um, end of year empower you review. This is page nine. Again, the link for the email is in the ticker tape. If you click on that and ask for a copy, I will get one to you. And so what you're going to do now is you're going to write your empowering vision statement for 2023. So it's all of the stuff that you decided you want to do, how you want to show up when you're answering those questions from the last sheet, you're going to write, what is your vision for yourself for this year? So what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? How do you want to show up? What is that big, scary dream that you thought up? And this is where you're going to write it. And at the bottom of that, I have an empty block here. And you can find pictures um, and you can create like a little vision board. I, I am so behind with my vision board. I have a vision board that's probably 12 years old. And I just love it because absolutely everything on the vision board has come to pass. So this one just kind of tickles me. Um, you can find pictures that represent the thing that, that you are shooting for for yourself. But I also want you to think of a word. I want you to think of one word. Or it might be a short statement. I know someone whose statement this year is, I will not uh, betray myself. I will not betray myself. And what that is, is like her holding herself to the highest level of accountability and self-respect. So, but think of a word. Uh, last year, I think mine was creative uh, or creativity was my word for 2022. And it was about me just having a, a limitless mindset on how creative I can be for 2022. 
Um, this year, my word is increase. Increase is my word for 2023. So think of what your word is going to be. And there's a space for you to write it. And this is the page that you can save. So now you've got your empowering vision for 2023. You've written it out. You have your word for the year. And this is one you can hang up on the wall or put up on your calendar or fold around, fold up and stick it in your wallet or something. But you can keep this as your reminder. And before, before I wrap up, I want you to just give yourself permission to change your mind. Um, sometimes we, we do these activities like this. And then as we move into it, something just doesn't feel right. It sounded like it was really good and you thought it was going to work, or maybe something happens and it gets, you get derailed for a little while. Be great. Show yourself some grace. And if you get derailed, it's okay. Just pick back up where you are and get back on it. Make sure your accountability partners are aware of what's going on and they're going to be the supportive ones. So they're going to be able to encourage you to get back on track. However, if you are a couple of months into this and you realize, you know what? I really don't like swimming. Like I could probably do this, but it just, I don't feel good about even, I just don't like it. I've got to think of another goal. So maybe you don't do a triathlon. Maybe you find, maybe you do, um, what are one of those mud, mud races, something where you can still exert all this energy, but you don't have to swim a half a mile, right? So if something like that happens and you decide to change course, come back to your empower vision and rewrite it and then keep moving. We really have to learn to love on ourselves a little bit better and show, show ourselves some grace when we decide to change our mind. Changing your mind is not giving up or throwing in the towel. It's being mindful that something in you isn't, this isn't settling right with you and you now are gonna self-correct and that's perfectly okay. So I just wanna open it up for just a minute, just in case anybody has any anything they wanna share before we wrap up tonight. I wanna thank everybody for being here. Wanda, my mom, Dan, hello. Great photo, by the way. Um, and Lily, thanks for hanging in there with us tonight. Hopefully this has been helpful and hopefully I'll get a couple of emails and I can send the uh, end of year review to you and maybe you can share it with a friend and you can do this together. So I don't see any hands up here. Thank you so much for being here tonight. It's good to be back. And let's see here. Hey, Dan, how are you? Good. I'm just learning to use this app here. And right. the only picture I had on my phone, so I put it on there. Um, and I haven't yet figured out how to use the chat. I may need to do an app update to enable that or something. But just wanted to jump on because uh, you mentioned the Milwaukee connection. That's where I'm from. And also... Uh, uh, currently visiting the warmer climates of uh, Singapore and Malaysia, so where oh, I've nice. also also met some people, some great people from Korea too. So it seems like there's some uh, interesting connections here. But That's really uh, cool. where in Milwaukee? Where in Milwaukee do I live? Are you um, in Milwaukee now, or you used to live in Milwaukee? I, I'm I, I still live there. I grew up south and. Migrate a little bit northwest of Milwaukee towards Hartford. Oh, okay. Yeah, we lived on Newhall and then Hackett on the east side. Okay. Yep. And yep. I'm working on uh, building some business over in that area. But um, yeah, currently in Singapore, came came a few weeks ago and liked it so much that I decided to stay. And I guess that's kind of my breakthrough for the year is just the expanding network 
um, kind of just uh, on this mission to be able to just to be able to answer all those questions that you were asking about <laughs> the prior year. I didn't have answers last year, so I guess last year I guess the breakthrough was just you know kind of discovering some of the potential answers to those questions, um, and also um, establishing some physical separation from the toxic relationships, but uh, that's still a journey. Yeah, it, it, it's always a journey, but it sounds like you are kind of primed for some really wonderful breakthroughs and some experiences. And I bet you, if you, when you sit down, if you do the review, I think you'll surprise yourself with what you come up with for last year. So, uh, well, like you said, you gotta, I, As I say, it's, it's like you said, you just got to aim high and yes. just, just uh, aiming, aiming high and hopefully I land, land somewhere <laughs> without totally missing the, totally missing the landing well, point. I, you're, I think you're doing pretty good. Singapore and, and Korea and you're, I think you've got some good travel things, uh, opportunities laid out. So you're expanding your territory. So it's just going to get better. So thanks for thanks for joining us. And yeah, you'll figure out how to navigate this thing. I, like I said, when I first got on, they've made a couple of changes on the layout on the screen. So even me and my mom earlier tonight were trying to figure out, wait a minute, how do I, I, I had a hard time getting into my own show uh, for a minute. So uh, keep, keep looking at the, uh, I think there's a tutorial in here, but it's hard to break anything. So just get on and watch some shows and keep pushing the buttons. But thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks for hosting. Yep. All right, everybody, have a great evening. Have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you back here next Thursday night. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my series, Divorce is Not a Destination. You can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Divorce is Not a Destination. And if you enjoyed this episode, recommend Divorce is Not a Destination to your family and friends. Be sure to join my live audience and see upcoming shows by registering for access here at Fireside. That's firesidechat.com backslash Lisa Summer Hour. L-I-S-A-S-U-M-M-E-R-O-U-R. Catch replays here on Fireside or your favorite streaming channel. Until next time, remember, your life, your journey, and divorce is not a destination. Live on Fireside.